This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. tell you something, God is a good, good God. Amen. I'm going to be ministering this morning and we're going to talk about passion. Amen. So at Passion Church, we're going to talk about passion. How about that? God is a good, good God. Amen. So the title today is going to be Igniting Your Passion Once Again. Amen? I'm going to tell you, did you know that even as a Christian, as a believer, as a born-again child of God, whether you've been going to church for one week or 50 years, did you know that you can get kind of a little bit mushy? a little bit kind of wet wood in your walk with God, amen, because of choices we've made. See, it don't always have to be bad choices. How many of you know, see, it's not the big things usually. See, the the enemy don't come with a big thing because it would be too obvious. See, it's all the little foxes that sneak in, see. Gets one chicken here and then another little chicken here, see, he... Then it finds out how easy it is and nothing's done, see? And then all of a sudden another one goes, another one goes, and before you know it, you don't have anything left. It's the same thing in our spiritual life. See, if we're not careful, the enemy comes in with this little distraction, that little distraction, that little compromise. Oh, it ain't going to matter if you don't go tonight, Wednesday. Oh, it don't matter if you don't go to the small group. God knows your heart. Guess what, folks? I've got a newsflash for you. Yes, God knows your heart. And actions, okay, actions is what he's looking at. See, he already knows, see. So don't give me that excuse that God knows your heart. Yeah, because your heart then would do what you really, really have in your heart, see. So it's those little distractions that come in, and before you know it, all of a sudden, see, then we're not praying like we usually do. We're not going to church like we normally do. Then what happens? Our fire starts to die down. So we're going to help you today, amen, to get your fire ignited again. We're going to start off looking at Mark 1230 in the Message Bible. See, because God... It's not just a pretty saying to just say it. Amen. It says, so love the Lord God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. Did you know it takes energy to be passionate? But see, if you're not careful, when those distractions come in, what happens? You get weaker and weaker in your spiritual man. Then your spirit man ain't got much energy then it really don't want to go to church. It don't want to really pray. It don't want to pray for one another. It don't want to tell others about God because you've lost your energy and your passion and your zeal for God. 
Did you know that the creative force behind all great things that are in the earth, now remember, everything was created by God, okay? But the enemy has come in and perverted a lot of things. But that still doesn't mean the original intent of those things was from God. Just like the creative force behind art, drama, music, beautiful architectural buildings and drawings and writings was all done because somebody was passionate about something. Amen. Nothing great is ever accomplished in life without somebody being passionate. Did you know that nothing is ever sustained in life without keeping the passion? Because if you don't keep the passion, eventually it will die down. Passion is what energizes life. It's what keeps us going. Passion will make the impossible possible. Amen. Did you know that passion, being passionate, is contagious? Did you know that we have a church... Uh, I'm not talking about just this. I'm talking about the church right now in the world, okay? A lot of churches that have lost their passion. And so there's not a contagiousness. So that's why people ain't running to it, see? Or they run to it, but they don't stay because they can't stay sustained because it started off a little bit, but then once you're there for a while, things start dying down. And guess what? Then... You lose your energy. Passion gives you a reason to get up in the morning, to get up and go, to get up and do something for God and for others, to get up so that you can better your life, to be an example to others, so that you can give God the glory to have people for our lives. Did you know that without passion, life can become boring, routine, and guess what? You'll start settling, and you'll just start going through the motions. We have churches full of people that either, like I said, come once a month and feel like they did their thing, or they come every Sunday, but they're going through the motions. They've lost their passion. So they just sit there. They hear a thing, but they don't do a thing. They hear a thing, but it ain't changing their life because they're not passionate about God. Without passion, see, then you will settle. You'll just settle. You'll just be like, well, whatever, just whatever. Exactly what the enemy wants for us to settle. God created you and I with emotions to have passion in your life. He created us to be passionate. He wants you to live a passionate life. Passion is what mobilizes armies into action because they're passionate about saving lives, taking the enemy out so that they'll quit taking away innocent people's lives. It mobilizes them to go out and put their life on the line because they're passionate about saving someone else's life. Passion is what causes explorers to boldly go where no other men will go. Amen? Explorers to go into unknown places, to climb the highest mountains, because they got a passion to explore. So it causes them to do something because they're passionate about that. Passion will cause an athlete to go from average to great. 
will cause them to break records like no other man because they're passionate about what they're doing. You have to be passionate in your life so that you won't settle, but you'll thrive. I don't know about you, but when you've had to thrive, then just survive. Did you know that thriving is God's best? To excel for the better God has for you, his number one thing for us to know and for us to do and what we were created to do was to love him passionately. Nothing else matters if you don't love God passionately because if you don't, eventually, you'll just become stagnant. You'll just go with the flow. You'll just go through the motions. He wants you to love him wholeheartedly, not half-heartedly. He wants you to love him passionately. Why? Because he loves us passionately. He gave his only son. He gave everything for you and for me. Just like we talked about in Mark 12, 30, Jesus said, love the Lord God, what? With your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. The word passion in the Greek is the word heart. God is saying, I want you to put some muscle into it. Put some energy and emotion into your relationship with me. Love me with all your being. Stop being wishy-washy in and out, all up and down and all around. Get on fire and passionate about loving God. Get on, get on fire and your relationship will begin to go to a different level. Get wholehearted. Quit being half-hearted. Quit letting God be a convenience when you need him, when you're in trouble. Let him be part of your everyday life. Give it your all. Jesus saying, we got to follow him. Do it with passion. Follow him with passion. Give it your all. Have some spark in your life. Did you know that people are drawn to fire where they can warm by it? See? And be comforted by it? See? Your wet wood ain't drawing anybody. It's our spark. It's the flame. It's the fire of God. It's the enthusiasm of who died on the cross for me and what he did for me. That's what draws people. A zest for life, a zest for him, a fire that burns. Even when there's trouble, they can still feel the flame. Sometimes it may go down a little bit with the trials of life, but I'll tell you it won't be long. See, if you keep flaming that thing with prayer and communication and spending time with your daddy, live passionately brings results into your life. We'll give you the turnaround. We'll move the mountains when there ain't no way for no man or no doctor to move it. But living passionately for God will make the impossible become possible. We'll bring positive results in your life in a negative world. It tells us through the whole Bible, seek God passionately. Love God passionately. Serve and obey God passionately. Trust God passionately. In Colossians 3.23, let's look at the message first. Talking about passionately. Amen. 
Colossians 3.23. Okay. Colossians 3.23. Have we got that? Sorry, I don't have my Bible up here. All right. So do everything passionately. When it becomes to loving him and serving him and living him, do it passionately. Do it with all of your heart. Today in our world, it's okay to be passionate about everything else. It's okay to be passionate about sports and food and movies and clothes and books and how many times you're liked on Facebook and how many messages you sent out and how many pictures of me you posted. Amen? Three, let's go to 323, I think it was, please. Work from the heart for your real master for God. Okay. Confident that you will get paid in full, you come into the inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving in Christ. Okay, go to the Amplified in Colossians 3.23. Whatever may be your task, work at it heartily from the soul as something done for the Lord and not for man. Amen. Do it with all of your heart. So it's okay, though, because, you know, it's not politically correct to be passionate about God. But it's okay that we can go to ball games and scream and holler. You can get all excited about a relationship, or like I said, Facebook, or whatever. That's all okay. But don't get too excited or passionate about God. Amen? Romans 12, 11 tells us, never lacking in zeal, but keep spiritual fervor. He didn't say just lay around. Keep your fervor. Keep your fire. Because that's what draws people. But there's something special about that. It changes your life. It changes things in your life. See, when you have a passion for God, there's something supernatural that starts getting released on your and my behalf over every situation in your life. Because the fire, see, will burn away the wrong, will burn away the bad. We'll bring in the new. We'll bring in the better in your life. A choice and a discipline has to be on our part. You and I are responsible for maintaining passion for our relationship with God, for maintaining and keeping the fire. See? And how do we do that? Through prayer, through praising Him, through coming to church through connecting with the people of God, through going to small groups, for being in church, when, when church is going on, for reading your Bible, spending time with God. That's how you keep the fire burning. That's how you maintain it. Yes, life will distract. And it works hard to keep you busy from being passionate about God and for the destiny. See, it's not about where you are. The fight is about where God is taking you and all the people you're bringing with you. That's where the fight is about. 
you got to keep the fires going. And it's a discipline. It's not automatic. You have to work at it. Do you get up and go to your job? Okay, whether you feel like it or not, then how much more should you get up and come to the house of God? How much more should you do things in the house of God? Okay, yes, your job gives you a paycheck, thank God. That's why you're getting that paycheck. Because God signs your paycheck ultimately, amen? But thank God there's things you do in God's house that ain't no man could ever put a number on it. When you give into the house of God of your time and your energy and your monies, I'm telling you there's some benefits there that ain't no company, nobody can compare to how God pays and how God rewards. And what's sad is there's a lot of Christians that start off with steam and zeal, but if you're not careful, life circumstances and people will zap it out of you, will suck the life out of you, will steal your passion for God. And then guess what? Victorious living just starts going down the drain, and we can't figure it out. And that's because we've lost our passion. We've lost our fire. We've let everybody else and everything else and everyone determine how much I'm going to have of God. Feeding on the word of God will keep that fire fueled. It keeps the passion burning. And I'm telling you, it's a matter of life and death. And the days that we're in, you better have your passion reignited. You better get that fire burning, baby, because you're going to need it in the days to come. And people counting on you are going to need it. They're going to need to be drawn to that. Being in his presence daily. How? By prayer and praising him. Like I said, going to church, being part of the family of God, being connected in church meetings and in church group, coming to hear what God has for you, the keys to receiving, the keys to your life, to open up the doors to victorious living, to open up the doors for your destiny, to open up the doors for the better in your life. Be passionate once again about your daddy about a relationship with him because it has life-changing benefits. Life-changing benefits. Stir it up. Praise him for all he's done and all he's going to do. Agree with what he's told you in his word. Agree with what he has said. It's yes and amen. Quit agreeing with what you're seeing and not seeing and what everybody else has told you and what the world is trying to dictate. No. See what Daddy has said and say yes and amen. amen. Begin to praise him. God, where I'm at is not where I'm staying. God, where I'm at is not where I'm staying. I'm not praising you for the trouble I'm in. I'm praising you because I'm coming out. I'm praising you because I'm not going to stay here. I'm praising you because I know you got better. I'm praising you because I know you're going to move the mountain. I'm praising you because I know you're going to turn it around. I'm praising you because you already died on the cross. You already healed my body. You already made me whole. You already made me victorious. You already made me the head and not the tail. You already made me. To be a light in a dark world. You already made me to be that magnet to draw them onto you, God. You already have 
praise him wholeheartedly. Keep the passion burning because the passion in your relationship with God, I'm telling you, will take the impossible and make it possible. What the enemy meant to kill you, destroy, and to take from you, God will turn it around for your glory, for his glory, for his better. Then people will look and say, my God, how did that happen? How did that get changed? How are you still here? God. God. But you've got to keep the passion burning. Get passionate once again about your father and your relationship with him. Even in the natural, think about this. If you had fallen in a hole and all of a sudden sand began to just cave in on you and it's just covering you up, would you just sit there? Or would you get passionate about getting out of the stinking hole? You'd be fighting for every breath. You'd be getting real passionate, wouldn't you? I'm going to dig my way out of here or I'm going to die. Well, how much more do you need to get passionate Become passionate about your relationship with God. Get passionate that he's your daily bread. Get passionate about that he's the very breath you breathe. That he is your air. He is our everything. Get passionate. Have that kind of passion for him. Chase him with passion. Chase him and watch the impossible become possible. As Pastor Ron comes, I'm telling you that it's in our pursuing him with passion that things are going to begin to change supernaturally all around you. Things are going to begin to turn around like never before. Things are going to begin that were upside down become right side up. I'm telling you the things that the doctor has told you that were impossible or that you're going to have to live with or deal with. God said, no, no, no. That's not what I said. I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Pursue him with passion again. Everything in your life, see, because as you get passionate about daddy again, then there's even dreams and callings and desires that God has put in you that that passion is going to begin to rise. That passion is going to begin to come to pass. Your desires for things in your life personally and for your family, you're going to begin to see things change because you're changing. Because what you've done is now you've set into motion, you've set into motion the victory now you've set into motion a supernatural thing, see, that the world can't take, that the enemy can't steal from you. No man can take from you because now your passion for God has become greater than everything and everyone else. And it spills over now into your family and into your workplace. And those desires and dreams and even wants, God says now... You've put yourself in a position of receiving. Because now you've got yourself lined up. Now there's some fire and passion about me. Now these other things can begin to happen.
businesses, family being born again, people just being drawn to you, walking up to you off the street, up to your business and your place and saying, God, I don't know why I came here, but I need to know something. I don't know why God drawn me to you. But I cried out and said, if there was a God, then show me. And God will begin to ignite a fire in you that everything then begins to be drawn to you. Blessings. Blessings to be a blessing. People for your life. Your jobs and businesses, dreams and desires begin to ignite because you've gotten passionate about your daddy. Passionate about your daddy. Everything will begin to change and others will be drawn to that like a magnet. Aren't you ready for people to be drawn to you like a magnet? Amen. And then when they're drawn to you, they'll be drawn to come in here. They'll be drawn to him. See, but you got to get passionate. We got to get passionate. We got to get on fire for our daddy. If you want some fire today, you need to stand up. Stand up. Some of you really need to run up here. I mean, just run right up here because I'm telling you, there's some fire up here. There's some fire up here. God's handing out some fire. But now remember, you are responsible to keep it burning. You got to do your part with all of your heart. Remember, your job and you making a lot of money is not your priority, just in case if you didn't realize that. God's first. And then everything else falls under that. Okay? Whether it be your maid or your children, remember, God's got to be first. Then all of that other, see, will come in balance and will become right. But you've got to get passionate about Him. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is, a, this is a word that God is saying. My people get stirred, get stirred once again because we need people for our lives. We need people for our lives. A fire, a fire, a fire. Father, I thank you right now for a release over your people right now. That release seeds are planted, are being passionate for you, Father. I thank you, God, that there's a fire being ignited once again, God, for relationship with you, God. A passion to chase after you and to have a relationship with you like never before. To seek you and to serve you, God, like never before. I thank you for the igniting, the igniting of your passion, God. Oh, God, let us be passionate again for you, Father. Oh, God, let us be passionate for you. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We're going to lift our hands right now. I'm going to tell you something. Lift it up. Say, Father, Father. Release. release. Release the fire, the fire. from heaven. And I will, I will become passionate again. I will fight for my relationship with you. I will fight, God, to stay burning bright. 
so I can become that magnet that all men will be drawn onto that fire the fire I'm not just going to survive but I'm going to thrive and as I become passionate for you everything is beginning to turn around everything is beginning to change for the better that you have for me in Jesus name Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.